Hi guys and welcome to the Stoop Tea. So my name is Rosa Enid. And my name is Liz Santana. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> I see you took off your Christmas decorations. I didn't. Realistically, I didn't. It's just my big head is covering the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the end of January and I still have my Christmas decorations. Me too. I know we keep it up until like the 6th because it's Three Kings Day or whatever. But I just haven't had the energy or I haven't really wanted Christmas to be over. I think I'm still stuck in 2020. (laughs) Me too. I think you want to know why is because, you know, we missed out so much. And on top of the fact that we missed out so much, I almost feel like I shouldn't even count this year as a birthday because it don't feel like one. I know, right? Technically, I'm still, I'm going to be 28 for two years. (laughs) So I'm still 30. I'm yep. not 31 yet. Okay. <laughs> that's that's like how I'm that. taking it. So um, guess what? We have a letter today. Um, yes, we, we do. Basically, I saw her subject and I was like, oh my God, I have to read this because the subject was so like, it attracted me. <laughs> the title of the email is, my fiance is never satisfied. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he is never satisfied about. Mm. <laughs> I'll go in and I'll read it. Um, it starts off with Dear Rosa and Liz, I found your podcast during the holidays and I am loving it. Thank you. I finished a few of your episodes. I am loving the topics. I was glad to see you posted a new one recently, which I'm hoping means more episodes for this year. I wanted to write to you guys because I have been feeling a bit frustrated with my fiance. Every time I hear your podcast, you say we can send you an email. So I felt I should write how I feel and hit send, which she did or he did. Or maybe she did. I'm not sure. Okay, whatever. I want to get your thoughts on my situation. Here we go. My fiance and I have been together for four years, engaged for two years, and we've been living together for three years. Throughout the time we have been living together, we have both worked really hard and we have tried to save. Luckily, during the pandemic, we both kept our jobs. We both made a little more money since we both work in the medical field. I feel very lucky and blessed that we both were able to work and make more money since many people were not able to keep their jobs. My fiance... On the other hand, is still unhappy with what we both made. He's been saying that our salaries aren't enough to live and have everything we want, especially since we want to have kids once we are married. We have been trying to save up to purchase our own house. And even though we both made good money last year, we still didn't save up as much as we both would like. Now, every time I bring up purchasing a house or talk about planning for the wedding, he complains about money. He says that we made more money due to the pandemic, but once things go back to normal, we will be back to our regular salary and we will once again be living paycheck to paycheck. I, on the other hand, think that we are both lucky, blessed, and live a pretty good life. As long as our bills are paid and we we have a little saved, I think we are fine. In fact, we are better off than many people, but he just doesn't seem to see that. I feel that he is never satisfied or happy with what we have he always want he always wants more i'm glad he's ambitious ambitious ah, and wants us to be very well off especially when we have kids but i also don't like feeling like we're stuck waiting for the day that we make more money so that we can get on we can go on excuse me and buy a house get married and have kids can you give me some insight on your thoughts on my situation it's been really frustrating to hear his negative thoughts and not seeing him look on the bright side of our situation when you were reading it i was like really thinking about this um 
Ooh, that's well, the, that's... for one, let me just get this thought out my head. Okay. Um, on the last sentence, she says, I'm glad he's ambitious and wants, and wants us to be very well off, especially when we have kids. But I also don't feel, I also don't like feeling like we're stuck waiting for the day we make more money so we can buy a house, get married. And <clears throat> okay. Um, first of all, let me stop you by saying, Congratulations that you have an ambitious partner, fiance. One thing I can tell you to propose to your fiance or at least mention to your fiance is if he feels like he's not making enough and he's in the medical field, first of all, does he love, my question is, does he love what he do? Well, he does. That's number one. If he doesn't love what he does, then maybe it's time for a career change. Maybe it's time to do better. Instead of complaining about your, the situation that you guys are in, because like she mentions in the she mentions in her letter, like she feels like she's blessed, you know, because some people haven't been able to keep their jobs. One of our previous episodes, we talked about what we took away from 2020. And one thing that I could say that a lot of people should be happy and take away from is if you still have a job, you should appreciate it. And if you feel like if you feel like your job is not good enough, then maybe you should start trying to make changes or st- trying to do something about it. Or move up in your own field. Like you don't necessarily have to change jobs, but try to move up in your field. Try to find out what you can do to get promoted, get more money. You know what I mean? If he's unsatisfied. That's number one thing that I would say for her to propose to her fiance. Another thing is, unfortunately, we live in a generation right now that financially we are strained. People talk about how, oh, this generation has it so easy, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't. Financially, this generation has it the hardest. We are living the most expensive times. It is not easy. People at 30 years old still find themselves living at home with their parents because they cannot afford to live alone. Something that previous generations could have easily done on their own. Basically, I know that they're working, you know, crazy overtime hours um, because of, you know, what 2020 was and in their, they're in the medical field, but I don't know what positions they both have. And it seems from her email that maybe she's content with her salary, but he's not. Well, she, she doesn't single out their each, like each of their salaries. Apparently like she's counting both of them as one because the way she looks at it, we're, 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 we're a couple, we're we're a pair. It's our money together. Yeah. Like your money is my money. My money is your money. I feel like that's the way, like that's the, that's kind of like the vibe that I'm getting from off a letter. Yes. And I get that, but do you understand that sometimes men, even though we live in the time that we do, men still sometimes feel like they have to be able to provide for their family on their own. Which is a good thing, which is a good thing, right? But I'm I'm getting the vibes that he, he's planning for the future because shit happens. One of them might get sick. One of them, something might happen to one of them. And he's just trying to prepare for a moment. He's trying to have a safety net. Some people jump right into buying a house and- jumping into having kids and everything kids are expensive and then on top of that you're buying the house too it's it can be a little scary to have a mortgage especially in the times that we're living in right now it but it also depends on where where you're living right because right now we're 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 from the united states we we live in the united states Mm -hmm. and right now anywhere in the united states rent is pretty high and any in any like in all 50 states rent is high I mean, I know that I've looked into buying a house and it's a pretty steep number, especially because in New York City, like in New York, houses are ridiculous. 
There's a lot of people that have to buy their houses an hour to two hours away from the city and travel in every morning because they cannot afford to live in the city, but they have to work in the city because that's where the money's at. You know what I mean? In that sense, I kind of get his drift. I understand where he's coming from on that end. It's not easy. No, it's not easy to just jump into a home. As much as people might say, oh, no, it's easy to jump into a home. You probably get because. When you go to see a realtor, a realtor is going to tell you, oh, no, your mortgage is going to be like 15,000, I mean, 1,500, this, that, and the third. But we're not factoring in the homeowner's insurance. We're not mm-hmm. factoring, they're not factoring all or that good damages. Stuff. If something's right. damaged, it comes out. Right. Of- that comes out of your pocket. You're like not home insurance your doesn't. Lord right. To come right. Fix it. <laughs> none, of, none of that is covered. That all comes straight out of your pocket. So you have to have a safety net. Realistically, it kind of sounds like these, this couple right now, they're more focused on, their goals which right building a future but clearly here they have a misunderstanding and they're less focused on their relationship and there is no future for them without understanding each other and without being on the same wavelength I know financially it can be hard I think he's feeling it or thinking about it more than her I know some people are overthinkers and try to plan out every detail of their life and have backup plans. And there's people that are like that. That's, that's her, that's her fiance. What I'm getting at that's really bothering her is that she's over here talking about it. Cause it makes her happy. She's excited about the future. She can't wait to marry this guy and have his children, but he's being negative. And, and that's kind of raining on her parade. She's saying, well, sometimes as women, we tend to rush things. I'm, 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 I mean, this is the way I look at it. Right. So as women, we tend to rush things in the sense that sometimes we try to rush things that don't need to be rushed. They happen in due time. And like a lot of the times us females, we rush love because the first like the first thing that we think about when we start dating somebody is like we think about marrying them. We think about falling with them. We think about yeah. all this stuff. Right. I feel like I mean, I get where she's coming from. I get that she wants a future. She knows what she wants. And I'm not saying that there's a bad thing and I'm not against it. I'm totally with her 100%. But maybe she needs to understand him in the sense that right now is not the time to jump into something. Maybe he feels insecure about, like you said, his salary. He's scared about the expense that they're going to jump into because maybe he's the type of person that, I know I am. I'm the type of person that if I know that I'm going to be choking, like I'm I'm not going to be able to live. I'm not going to be able to, like I'm going to live paycheck to paycheck. And, I, and I'm going to jump, I'm not going to jump into a home or to become a homeowner to live paycheck to paycheck, then it defeats the purpose for me to jump into a home and say, yeah, for what? Just to have the pleasure of saying I'm a homeowner, but I'm going to be freaking miserable. Like I know a lot of people like that and it's not worth it. I mean, they've been together for four years, engaged for two, been living together for three. At some point there, she might be feeling pressure on her end. Maybe all her friends are already married with houses and kids and they're not. There's a certain lifestyle that people are portraying on social media, obviously. I always bring up social media because people think that people on social media that look pretty and have the perfect couple or the perfect kids in the house, their life is perfect and they want to be like them or they want to be like their friends because their friends are posting this, that, and whatever. Right. She might be feeling like, we've been together for four years. We need to move to the next step. We need to move to the next level. And he's like, hold on. I love you. We're going to be together, but it's not the right time. Everybody hits a certain level in life at a different time. And my mom always says, what's what's yours? Nobody's going to take it away from you. So it's not that it's not going to get there. or It's not that you're not going to get there, but 
is you're going to get it in due time. You're going to get it in your time, in God's time. Yeah. And I know it's the year we're living in. Like probably had this happened in 2019, he might've been thinking differently, you know, but right now it's kind of, it's kind of scary. I think you need to talk to him and just make sure that you guys both still have the same goals planned. Like the plan is still the same, right? Our plan is we're saving up. I know that right now it's kind of scary because we're not making as much as we would like. So work on fixing that. And while you try to fix that, maybe look for another job that makes more money, but also make sure that both of you, once we fix that, the next step is we're purchasing a house, we're getting married or married house kids. Make sure that that's still what he wants and that his insecurities are just financial and not that he's changed his mind. Or because, cold feet or fear. Or that he has cold feet or fear. Yeah. But mm. you want to make sure that he's still on the same page with you because this is not just your goals. This is your couple goals. This is what you're both striving for and what you both want. Just make sure that you're both on the same page. Maybe these are whole, her goals and him being with her, being her partner, kind of like, you know, loving her. He's like, I want a future with this woman. And I know that these are her goals. So this is kind of like where I'm, I'm I have to veer to. Mm-hmm. Instead of him saying, well, you know, those are your goals, but these are mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys should sit down and get a journal or get a pa- piece of paper. You both sit down and without talking it out, because, you know, sometimes when you talk things, you can get kind of emotional. Just write each other a letter and with a plan of this is where I see my life in five years and see if you guys match up or see if you can come to a compromise of having your plans meet up so that at the end, the conclusion is the marriage, the kids, the home, like you want. He might not even know, honestly. He he might need to figure it out himself. So if you both sit down, write down what your five-year plan is, see if it matches, then great. Figure it out and you guys will be, you know, you guys will come to a conclusion that will make both of you happy. But if there's a big disconnect, in what he wants versus what you want then then it's time to have a different talk maybe they could even consider couples therapy because you don't necessarily have to be married in order to need couples therapy no you know what i mean yeah i think i think therapy is a great thing and mind you guys we're not therapists (laughs) we're just girls giving your advice um but I think that's a great thing. I've even considered getting a therapist for myself. It's something that that can be really useful. There's a lot of um, applications even now that do that. Like I know one, I think it's called, I don't even remember, mental mental health. It's like an application and they match you up right. with a therapist. Um, I just recently went on vacation and my cousin and I were talking about this. She's like, you know, me and my husband, we had to go to therapy because we needed, not only do they need a third person's view but her partner and her you know throughout the time that they've been together they've argued they've hurt each other's feelings in ways and they've done things in ways to each other right they've hurt each other in ways that they never realized that they were hurting each other so severely and sometimes you need that third person you need that therapist you need someone to say hey you guys are hurting each other 
you guys are doing stuff, you know, you're doing stuff to him that he don't like, and you're doing stuff to her that she don't like, and you guys need to kind of like find a happy medium. So it's not only like for each of them individually, but as a couple, um, it's important sometimes to be able to go and sit down and speak to a professional because a professional can tell you and help you see things that you may not be seeing. Cause I mean, one thing I, I feel bad and I agree with her on is like, he's being a negative Nancy. Like there's, he's just, she's like the positive one trying to like, even if right now he's not ready, you know what I mean? She's being the positive one saying, Hey, you know, I really want this. I really want that. Like, right. When you, when you're striving for something, it's important to have a goal. It's important to have an endpoint. And she's being that positive um, energy where she's like, no, you know, even though right, right now we don't have the money, but eventually that's what I want to be working towards. Like, cause that, that motivates you. You want, you work harder, you go harder, but he's being like a negative Nancy in the sense, like he's like, oh no, there's not enough money that this, that, and third. And in that sense, I feel like he's really messing up there. She's trying to motivate him. Yeah. You know what else too, I was just thinking about what is the amount of money that would make him feel comfortable or okay because you also don't want let's say you guys save up enough how much does he really need as a security blanket for you guys to move forward because you also don't want it to be like okay I I need to save up fifty thousand dollars you guys get to the fifty thousand dollars and he's like that's not enough we need to go to a hundred thousand dollars and that's not enough we need more you have to set a limit too on what is enough? What's going to be the comfortable space that you need to get to so that we can move forward? Because otherwise you're going to be also stuck in a cycle again. And I know that that's something you don't want. You don't want to be waiting 25 years to, to start living your life. As a human being, it's normal when you're in a relationship to want to move to the next step. After a few years, if you you're with a boyfriend together for a certain amount of time, you're kind of wondering like, all right, what's next? What are we? Yeah, what's next, right. What's going to happen unless people have discussed not getting married, but besides the point, but there it's, it's all about human evolution. And that's what is natural for us. That that's what we're here for. We're here to find someone made, have children and grow old together. And if, you're not moving on to the next steps. You're going to end up being resentful and unhappy. And that's why you need to figure that out now. So find out how much exactly is his comfort zone and how much you think he actually needs to be able to continue to move forward. Because if he's right, never right. satisfied. <laughs> then girl, it's not you. It's just, it's not him. It's then, not you, it's him. Exactly. If he's never satisfied with how much you guys have and how much he's making. What is the number? What is it that's going to make him feel satisfied? And then you guys work together, you know, maybe skip a few subscriptions on Netflix or stop buying certain things so that you guys can in the next few years make that number that he wants to make to be comfortable and be safe feeling like he can move on to the next step. Right now with this pandemic and everything, them both of them working, not spending time together and all this stuff, like maybe he's going through a serious anxiety episode that you're not realizing or you're not understanding you're not noticing because you know you guys don't spend enough time you guys are spending more time at work than you do with each other like maybe this is just an underlying issue that isn't it had doesn't have anything to do with him because it sounds like at first or it sounds at some point he was there Mm -hmm. he was on her same wavelength but something happened where he's like right now he feels like 
oh damn it I can't or it's just too much so something happened there and maybe it's just he's going through some sort of uh, some sort of depression because this pandemic has done that to a lot of people it has pushed people into anxiety depression and all that stuff and maybe she just needs to hear him out maybe maybe she just needs to give him some time be patient with him too you know yeah and sometimes we have to compromise with our partners and really have some consideration yeah them. you you brought up a really good point like I didn't even think about that that they're working so much lately I'm, I'm pretty sure last year must have been really hard for them too even if you were working even now you know yeah but even if you were employed or still employed what they're in that field that they were seeing everything first hand they were in the front line of everything that was going on so yeah he might he might be having anxiety he might be stressed out he might be seeing the world differently sometimes as women we just want to get our way and we and we wonder what's wrong we think everything's about us <laughs> and we yeah, forget yeah. sometimes that no we I'm with this guy who's obviously a great guy like girl he's a great guy and we just have to be you have to be patient and you have to compromise with him Sometimes people think too that relationships are supposed to be easy and it's supposed to be happy, happy all the time. And that's not the case. You not build, at all. Yeah, you build the strong ones by going through the hard times. Right. And overcoming things. You know that, you know, it's worth it when you go through the hard times and you guys can come out like striving. And these times they have, people have normalized just giving up on, on like not working on relationships, not working with other people, not being understanding, not considering people's feelings or understanding or compromising or thinking beyond what they actually want, right? I feel like some people are just so easy to give up and be like, oh, on to the next. And sometimes like the way I look at it, like back then, those 50 to 60 year relationships, what do you think? That they they didn't take effort. They didn't take time. It didn't take um suffering pain crying understanding compromising it took all of that and more us as a young generation need to and I stand by this and I keep repeating it we need to normalize relationships again we need to normalize working towards our relationships and being able to be there for partners because a lot of a lot of the times also medical workers police officers like people can be going through something much deeper than what we can see and because we can get so wrapped up and I don't want to just single single it out to women because sometimes men can do it too so, or just anybody in general. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in what we want that we ignore or we um, oversee what our other partner is feeling. We don't realize that people are suffering inside. And as in a relationship, you need to be able to motivate your partner. Sometimes I feel like people just really need to set aside how they feel and what they want and really say, hey, are you okay? Right now, we're living in a time where what I'm seeing is that everybody has been very selfish lately. Everybody just wants to be heard and everyone thinks that their point of view and their what they believe in is right. And no one's willing to listen to each other. No one's willing to talk. It's like, oh, you don't think like me? You're you're canceled or I don't want you in my life. You're You're deleted. I've seen so many people like on Facebook, like, oh, if you believe this, you're deleted. You're no longer my friend. And it's like, 
we we have to stop with that mentality. We're human beings and we're all, we're like you said, we're all suffering. We're all going through something. And in this time that we're all living in, it's not easy to step back and think of other people and not be so selfish and so wrapped up in our own thoughts and feelings. Damn, I really wish that we could like contact this person and really say like, hey, you know, speak to him and her, see both point of views, like see where he's really yeah. coming from, get a little bit, dig a little bit deeper. It's just, there's, I feel like there's a lot more sitting under this issue than just what she's explaining, you know? Yeah. But I would love to see if you can send us an update. <laughs> like Definitely. If, if you liked what, what we talked about, or if you disagree with us, or if any of our advice helps, I would really love it if you would send us a follow-up email. Everyone needs to be heard at this time in these moments. And we're here for you. We're here to listen. We're here to yes, give you our best advice. Like I said, we're not professionals, but we're, we're good friends. We could be your virtual shoulder to cry on. We could be your virtual shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, um, I think we're going to wrap the episode up. Thank you guys again for listening. And of course, to our listener, thank you for sending that letter. If you guys also want to send this letter, you can send it to us to our email, which is askus at stooptea.com. That's A-S-K-U-S at S-T-O-O-P-T-E-A dot C-O-M. <laughs> yeah. And you can subscribe to YouTube channel at The Stoop Tea and you can see our highlights and videos and actual facial reactions to when we talk because we're Puerto Rican, we can't help it. We talk with our hands and it's funny. <laughs> um, at our Instagram, the at the stoop tea. And now we have a TikTok, Rosa. Share that information, girl. I forgot. We forgot to mention that the TikTok yeah. that we have. So our TikTok is at the stoop tea. So make sure you guys check us out on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could bring we could bring in the Latin flavor to TikTok. Hey, hey, my salsa and bachata still on point. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> Eso no se me olvida. I don't forget about that. <laughs> well, thank you guys again for listening, and we hope you guys have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>